Good morning, for Northeast by Midwest, I am Jonathan Jones. It's a great day to be alive. Praying you're having a good day yourself. Well, today I'm going to start a new series. As usual, got a couple different series going. And uh, I don't know, I guess that's how I roll. (laughs) But uh, this series I'm going to call, But God. Yep, you heard it right, but God. Comes out of Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 4, which says, But God, being rich in mercy, with his great love with which he loved us. You know, aren't you blessed? You know, if if you're out there realizing what God did for you, but God. And so I want to just share some of the but God moments in my life and how God just showed up in a big way, in a bigger way than I could ever think or imagine. Um you know, how, how gracious and kind he is. And so let me share a little bit of my testimony with you today about how I came to faith in Jesus. And maybe you're somebody that, you know, maybe you're an atheist, maybe you're an agnostic, maybe you've been a Christian your whole life. Maybe you're a little bit like me. Uh, maybe you're a Pharisee or were a Pharisee. Uh, that's who I was. So I grew up in a Christian home. Um, my testimony to coming to faith, uh, you know, I knew the gospel the gospel is the good news that there's bad news, that we are sinners in the hands of an angry God, and that we have sinned against him, and that he loves us like a good father, but he has to punish sin, and he will. Um, thus, if you've ever heard of heaven uh, and hell, uh, that, that's a reality. And so I knew those things. Um, I also knew that Jesus had died on the cross for my sins, and had kind of prayed a prayer as a young kid. There really wasn't any change in my life. And as I became a teenager, got into high school, uh, saw a lot of my friends, you know, saying they were Christians. And, you know, some walked the walk, some talked the talk, some did the talk, not the walk, the walk, the talk. And so trying to figure out, you know, where am I at with all this? And um, as I got to be about 15, 16, you know, I could have shared the gospel with you, that Jesus died on the cross for our sins, that he was buried, that he gloriously rose again, that salvation is offered to us uh, by faith. I knew that. I'd even shared that with people. I, I, you know, But there really wasn't a lot of change in my life. And if you'd asked me, I, I think I would have thought that I was good with God because I was better than most people I was around. I sort of had this you know, scale, if you will. And, you know, I remember one day I was sitting in my room about 17 years old, um, had really been struggling with what I was going to do with my life. A lot of people told me I was going to be a pastor or doing something like this. And I just really disdained that. That was not what I wanted to do. And a couple years prior, God had just taken away all my other idols. Um, you know, I believe as a good father, he, he showed up and said, you know, Jonathan Jones, I'm going to show you who's in charge. And I've got the literal marks of my body. Um, My foot was broken in an accident. I was in with my mom in a car and a pretty terrible break. Had to have a couple surgeries. Um, You would have thought that I'd kind of surrender, but I'm I'm a stubborn man. And so we fast forward a couple of years and I'm sitting in my room. I'm about 17, going into my senior year. It's in the middle of the summer. I'm meditating on the Psalms. I've asked God thousands of times. He's never showed me which Psalm it was. And it was just like God laid out my life before me. You know, Jonathan, you can follow me now. 
or you can go the way of the transgressor, which I knew was hard. And that was the day. Um, I thought I was rededicating my life. But as I look back, you know, there's a verse in the Bible that says, he who knew no sin, Jesus, became sin for us, me, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. I call it the great exchange where Christ's righteousness is given or imputed to me and my sin is given and imputed to Christ and he pays it. That was the day when I became a Christian. That is my but God moment. In Ephesians 2, Paul will talk about, you know, we are dead in our trespasses and sins and then he'll say, but God being rich in mercy. And so, you know, to become a Christian, we have to have a but God moment. Paul had his. You know, he was on the road to Damascus. Jesus showed up and said, why do you keep kicking against the pricks? Yes, I just said that. <laughs> That's what the King James says, or the goads. Paul, within a few days, gives his life to Jesus Christ, the one who died for him. Um, you know, Moses. Moses is taking sheep on the mountain, caring for them, and God shows up in a burning bush and says, look, you're working for me now. Abraham, God shows up. You know, God's always the first mover and he always gets his man or his woman. And so for me, that was my but God moment. That was now what I understand the day when I put my faith and trust in Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior from sin. Um, How about you? Do you have a but God moment? And that's what I want to do in this series, um, you know, for the next while is just share kind of what, what I call but God moments. We just have one in our family. Um, which which I'll share here in a couple of minutes. It's recent and it's still going on. So I think it's a good one to share now and then kind of put the lid on at a later point. Um, But where God just does something that is unexplainable, like it doesn't make sense. You know, yes, two plus two is four, but in these situations, it doesn't logically make sense how things work out. And, but God, that's how it works. And, and ultimately that's what salvation is about, you know, Paul will tell us in Titus 3, 5 that it's not by works of righteousness that we have done, but by his mercy that he saved us, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Ghost. And I think Paul's probably thinking similar things in Ephesians 2, 4 when he says, but God being rich in mercy with his great love, which with he, which, with which he loved us. And so not only does God love us, but he did love us. He showed us his love in his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And so I would just encourage you, if you haven't, to think about a a but God moment and his grace and mercy, uh, his sovereign working in your life. And, you know, he's a good father. And like a good father, he disciplines us. And I've been on the corrective end of of God's uh, discipline uh, several times in my life. And it's very evident. It's not fun, but it's fruitful. And... And that's all part of it. So here's, I want to close today with a but God moment in our family. So our, our, um, our oldest daughter is off to college. We dropped her off a couple weeks ago. Um, a brutally tough and yet wonderful day. Um, kind of feel like, you know, the mama eagle, my wife and I, as we dropped her off, you, you sort of have to, you know, you've probably heard the stories of, of eagles or different birds, but bald eagles seem to kind of be the ones that epitomize it most and and the mother just has to push you know push the little baby once they're ready with their wings to fly and they fly you know at first they fall but then they fly and that's kind of how it felt dropping a girl off at college 
And so if I back up about a month ago, we were going through the whole loan process and different things. And, um, you know, the college she's going to um, isn't cheap. And she came to us. We said we'd help her as much as we could. And, you know, she said, look, mom and dad, I really don't want to take out any loans. I don't think God wants me to. Well, how do you tell your kid no? And if she listens to this, we didn't tell you no, did we? And so um, she goes to college and, you know, we get there and, and uh, you know, some, some, some folks that are dear friends of ours uh, had been a blessing to our family. And so that helped uh, our daughter, unbeknownst to us. Uh, she'd had some money, worked hard, saved money, got some scholarships, uh, good grades, etc. Got a couple other scholarships she didn't know about. And as we looked at the, the statistics and the stats of what she had left in the bank and what she owed, um, we're still in process, but I'm pretty sure she's going to make it without any debt and debt-free out of college. But God, I, it doesn't add up. The numbers don't add up. It doesn't make sense. Um, but God, he showed up and he always does. The, the thing that's hard on our end and on my end is the timing. You know, if you read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, it's not the fact that God is absent. He's always, he's transcendent. Not only does he exist outside of time, but he exists within time. He chooses to live with us. The thing of it is, though, you know, with with God, the reality is that he works on his own timetable. And a day to him is a thousand years, and a thousand years are as a day. And so the reality is, when it comes to um, you know, trusting him and timing. Like he doesn't do things when we think he should or even when we need it or think we need it. He does things when they're right in the ultimate plan. As the Bible says, all things are beautiful in his time. And so that's the reality. You know, if it was up to me for our daughter, we would have had this nailed down months ago, but that wasn't God's plan. And even if the Lord had her take out some loans, His plan is better than ours. And that may still happen. I don't know. But the reality is, so far, as always, but God. And so I want to remind you today, but God, being rich in mercy with this great love with which he loved us. And so if you listen to this podcast and you don't know our God, I pray, friend, you come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. You get on your knees and you beg for forgiveness from your sins, trusting by faith that Jesus lived He died, was buried, rose again, ascended to heaven, and will one day return. And if you're a Christian, that you think of those but God moments, because I guarantee you, you have some. So often we're so busy looking at the situations, we forget the but God moments. So, but God, being rich in mercy. For Northeast by Midwest, that's but God part one. My name is Jonathan Jones. Have a great day.